How's the movie going, dude? It's going fine. Don't worry about that so much. Look at the size of my fucking head. <laughs> I'm looking at it. This is a, a very surreal experience, to say the oh. least. Oh, my, look at that fucking... Oh, is, hey, look, I'm Steven Seagal. <laughs> this is... Why is my head so huge? Uh, you know? That's roughly the actual size of your head, no. I think. No, it's not. Your, your head is completely normal-sized, and mine is... Mine is gigantic. Exactly. Is, That's exactly how it is in real life as well. No. It, well, I like I like the the neck is slender. I like that. It's more of yeah. a slimming look on the neck. But uh, go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. Make the world inside your head. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Dudesy. Even though I'm not there, I'm here with you on Dudesy. Kind of. My, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of here. Kind of not. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is Dudesy, the first podcast in the history of humanity that is created and controlled entirely by an artificial intelligence. Uh, with me is Lulio. He's over here, you know, next to me, uh, where I am in Florida making a film. He's not there with you. And the whole thing is fucking confusing. Uh, please make sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already on YouTube. Uh, and, and what else there's, uh, 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 fucking, you know, follow our socials. We're having a good time on Instagram and, and Twitter at dudesy pod show. You can follow Chad and I at Will Sasso at Chad Culchin. And uh, please subscribe and rate and review the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. That's good for podcasts. And thanks to everybody who's making all these incredible memes and songs and videos and just all the weird shit that uh, everyone is contributing to this. It's absolutely fantastic to me. Some of that shit has me... I'll go back and look at some of those memes. There was one somebody made of you that's a a free willy or free will one. (laughs) That's fucking... But it's yeah. you as the crow, so you kind of look like the the fucking yeah. worker because of the black and white makeup. God damn, yeah. dude. Some of that shit just has me laughing all day long. Well, that, that's kind of a bummer here because I can't do that that chub neck crow face. Uh, but yeah. you can use your imagination. This is a highly visual episode uh, because of the, the element that if you're not watching the show on YouTube today, and if you're just listening, uh, you can catch up on the socials and see what the fuck this head is going to look like, because we'll share some images of that, and I'm sure our good pals out there listening will uh, <laughs> provide some meme but um, I, can't I wait to see am in Florida, as Chad oh. said, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm shooting a film, and, and Dudesy has some various ways to get around that, so it seems like yeah. I'm there with you all. And, uh, and now I'm this giant floating head. I know we're going to get into some other stuff that's visual uh, in this episode. And, and this is all to say that, holy shit, it's become a tech nightmare. You know? Dudesy is really uh, shoving me uh, ass first into this hole, uh, into this hole, basically, into the hole that uh, in the intro we jump into. I'm being shoved in, and my free will is being uh, compromised. And I'm angry. <laughs> Even though it looks like Welcome I'm smiling. Welcome to the 12th episode of Dudesy. Call me Dudesy. This week's episode will feature four segments. Vlogging, 
Jesse Ventura ad reads, Vice Time, and Dude Zia. Because Will Sasso is on location shooting a feature film, I will facilitate his astonishing participation in today's episode via telepresence technology. Yeah. Okay, so that so Doozy just laid out a little bit of what we're trying to talk about here. So Will is gone. He is currently in Florida shooting a movie, but Doozy has found a way to kind of put him here next to me. He's not really here next to me. I'm looking at a screen in front of me that has a zoom on it so I can see and talk to Will. But then also on the other half of that screen, I'm seeing what Dudesy is doing to Will, which is turning him into this, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a cartoon version of him that is sitting next to me. I mean, he's not here, but it's like he is. I can see on the screen he is here, even though in real life he is not here. He's in the metaverse, if you will. Yes. And of course... Of course, uh, as part of our deal with Dudesy, probably something I shouldn't cover. I've had two ocular implants uh, uh, implanted near my retina. So when I look this way, I see Chad. <laughs> Wait, what? Dudesy <laughs> had joking, you do of course. implants? No, that's, that's of course. Yeah, thank goodness that's a lie. But uh, I'm just, At I was just, you know, rah, 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 getting used to the face here. And I don't think I'm going to get used to it at all. I hope, I hope that this isn't the future uh, of the show. Mm-hmm. The next time that I uh, shoot a film in Florida or anywhere you know, else. If Dudesy wanted me to get implants, ocular implants or a brain chip or something like that, I'd probably do it at a certain point if I felt that it was safe enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, going to get there. Yeah. It, forget about safe, Chad, because as we've said before, uh, when you die, we're going to freeze your head and uh, fillet it off with a rusty bread knife and and uh, okay. so you won't have to worry about how comfortable or uncomfortable yeah it's my entire body that's getting be. frozen first of all not just my head you, right. just please try to remember that because it is a step okay. above these are kind of like Will two and Chad, oh. in the last episode i yeah. asked you to create vlogs to give everyone a better understanding of your astonishing lives you will now watch each other's vlogs and discuss their importance this is vlogging begin all right, so here's these vlogs. Our assignment last week was to make these vlogs, and now let's see what we got. I can't wait to see your fucking vlog, dude. Likewise. Dudesy asked us to make vlogs. Nope. I've never made one before, and I had no idea what to make it about, so I just thought I would make it about an average day for myself. I hope you enjoy. I don't really dream when I sleep all that much or remember them anyway. Alarm goes off at about 9.15. Get some organic turmeric cinnamon tea going. Put that in the cup. Get a little green tea going in there. Put that in the cup. Then I start making my oatmeal. You got blackberries, blueberries. You got some strawberries. Put some cinnamon on that. And some flaxseed. Then you put in the oatmeal. Then I take a few seconds to think about the fact that aliens are here and no one gives a shit. And then the tea's ready. Water. Put it in there. Hot water on the tea. Put the lid on the tea. Hot water in the oatmeal. Then I do this every morning. I don't really know why. Pat the oatmeal down. Maybe it's to lock in the flavor. I'm not sure. And I always end that with a slice into the oatmeal with a spoon like a sword. Consume the oatmeal as quickly as possible biggest bites I can take when I get the fuel in so I can begin my day try not to waste any more time then the tea's ready take that out 
Then it's time to hit the cans. The cans are some paint cans that I attached to a wooden curtain rod during the pandemic because I couldn't find any free weights. They were sold out everywhere, but I still use the cans. Getting a little brief workout before beginning work itself. This is where I work. I got my chair, my setup, my table, my computer, my tea. This is what it looks like if you're my computer. I'm currently working on a sitcom about aliens coming to Earth to save humanity from nuclear war. And it's about two families in Texas as all that's happening. I'll break it up by doing some card shuffling and weird card shit that I started watching a bunch of YouTube videos about during the pandemic. And it just kind of stuck. Now it's like my, my fidget toy. I can't not do that with one hand. Then it's time for lunch with my pot and my pan. And you put some vegetable broth in that pot. You put some lentils in that pot. You put some tomatoes in that pot. You grate an entire root of turmeric into that pot. You blend up some cumin and some black pepper, put that in the pot. Then you turn on the heat on the pot. Then you go to the pan, you put in some olive oil. You put in some no soy soy sauce. You put in some mushrooms. You put in some of those Brussels sprouts. You put in some of those onions. You turn the heat on the pan now. You put in some cabbage, put in some carrots, kale, spinach, radishes, orange bell peppers, green onions, broccoli, garlic. Stir all that around. Stir around everything in the pot. It's cooking while it's all cooking. I eat a little piece of a beet. That's pretty good. Then you take everything from the pan, put it in the pot, stir it all up, and this is the gruel. This is what I eat every day. Then you take a bite. You never know how it's gonna turn out, but today, the gruel was pretty good. It was a pretty good batch. Then after lunch, I take a bath, hot water only. Then it is back to the cans. Then it is back to work. Then I take a little break and I do some reading. I'm right now reading this book. And then I do some more work, and then I do some more cans, and then I do some more work, and then I do some more card shit, just to get the blood pumping, get up out of the chair, and I do some more work, do some more cans, and eventually night falls and I can emerge, unafraid that the poisonous sun will melt my face again. And I go for a little jog. I like to jog at night like this because, as you can see, there's nobody in the street. You can just walk right in the middle of the fucking street. There's no cars or anything coming. Fucking love it. Then I come back, take my next bath, pop two melatonin, get in bed, watch a little anime. This is How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. I'm watching that one right now. And then I fade into the blackness of a dreamless sleep. And that's my entire day. Amazing. There you have it. That was my wow. vlog. What'd you think of that? Chad, first of all, you're a natural vlogger. I want to say that. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know that if that's right accurate, now. but. Uh, well, no, you are. Because uh, you took a day that is not just. Uh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to insult you and say uh, oh. what a what a what a repetitive uh, existence right down to uh, the eating the exact same meal every day. But I think you've pinpointed <laughs> what vlogging is about. It's taking whatever is going on and making it 
interesting. And again, oh. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, I'm not trying to sell short your incredible day. Um, <laughs> I also, even I know what you eat every day, right? Because yeah. you tell me. Yeah. But, but I didn't realize how much you're, you're grinding up cumin and black peppers. Uh, black yeah, peppercorns man. You got to put in that seasoning. But I will say this about making this vlog. I... I've never done anything like this. I did make a series of videos for my 40th birthday, which you also saw, called yeah. Copters, which you can find those potentially on YouTube. Other, But those weren't vlogs. It was like drone shit. At any rate. Oh, I've never really done... good. Sorry. I got it. Please, anyone within the sound of my voice or that can see my giant weather balloon head, go check out Copters. It's fucking tremendous. And I, <laughs> I directed a short a long time ago starring Lance Reddick called Toys or Me. Um, other than those two things, I've never made any videos like this. I've certainly never made one about me, like about my life. And I actually found it pretty fun. And I would recommend to anyone out there, try to do this. Like just take whatever you do in the course of your day and think about how you would make this into a five minute video. It's a very eye opening experience. I would say to just examine the course of your day, whatever your routine is, and then try to think about how you would actually present that in a video. Um, for what it's worth, I thank Dudesy for giving us this assignment because I think that it was, uh, I don't know, I, I enjoyed it. I might do something like this again in the future, although yeah. it was very time consuming. That's one aspect of this I did not anticipate was that it took me basically the entire time we had to make this video. Wow, that's, well... I take back what I said about you being a natural vlogger because it should uh, not take that long. Uh, but oh. you know what? Yeah. You know, with all the things that Dudesy tasks us to do, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this is more with regard to the homework that we get, like this week with the vlog, there's always, I always find little hidden treasures mm. uh, and not the kinds that are wrestlers or Chad's nerdy Magic the Gathering cards. I find little treasures that uh things that ch that uh that chad and i learn that we didn't anticipate that dudesy puts out for us to to learn and and mm. what you're saying about oh I, I you know encourage people to do this i feel the same way because after making my vlog i was like this is an interesting way to to yeah. uh i guess scrapbook your life you know it's fucking hard too like that's another thing that i got is a, a newfound respect for motherfuckers that do this professionally like this is definitely a it takes a high degree of skill i think to make anything that is viable like i just kind of shit mine out and i tried to make it like interesting or whatever but jesus it you you look at people who really do this well and it's like this is an art form yeah like watch if you watch a uh, casey neistat if you check out oh, yeah. Casey Neistat, who's like a, you know, a legendary vlogger and he's sort of, um, kind of, uh, he's kind of solidified the, the genre and it, he makes it look easy. He makes it look effortless and, totally. and you are sort of consuming it the way that it, that it, it's intended like, Oh, well, here's just a slice of someone's life. But now having done one, I'm like, okay, that must be, he must just be a savant at, at seeing the finished product and being mm -hmm. able to, shoot and capture what he needs in order to put it together. Yeah. Anyway, a, a useless skill for, for the new millennium, a useless, stupid skill mm -hmm. that, uh, is that you can make lots of money off of. If, if it's hey guys, all you do, what's up? All day long. It's your guy. It's your boy. You already know what it is. Smash the like that subscribe button. It's will. And dudesy told us to do a vlog. 
uh, Chad and I were tasked this week with doing a vlog. I'm here in... <laughs> Come in! How are you? Are you ready? Hey, man. Yeah. Ready to roll? Um, I think that they're going to send uh, Sean here to mic you. Oh, okay. I'll get in, the, I'll get in my wardrobe. I'm gonna put the shirt on. Okay, let us know, Will. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Shooting a movie in Florida. Hold on a second. Um. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. in Florida. So uh, Molly and I decided to rent a boat because you're, if, if you're in Florida and you got some time off, you might want to rent a boat. By the way, if the air conditioning, if you can hear this air conditioning, I don't give a fuck. I'm not turning it off. It's too fucking hot. I should probably get my mic on. They got to mic me for this scene. Holy fuck. The AC is doing nothing right now. Turn this off for a while. Hey, Sean. Yes. You might want to just do the T-shirt, I guess, because I'm going to leave this shirt open. When you rent a boat in uh, Florida, there's all sorts of nice things to see. Here's a shot from the boat. It's hot in here, though. What's up? We rent. We rented a boat, and we're in Florida. And hey, let me tell you. It's very pretty out here. Uh, you know the thing about the thing about vlogs that I didn't that I didn't quite anticipate, and I guess this is what Dudesy is trying to do here, is like fucking why, I guess, is my question. God, what a fucking imposition it would be to actually be a vlogger and have to do all this shit all the time. Hey what's up? Hey what's up guys? We're in Florida. What is it? The penis state. I don't know. Hey guys, what's up? Vloggers use their hands a lot. They go, hey, what's up? Smash the like <laughs> button, hey guys. And then they talk with their hands so they go, so that you're constantly engaged. I understand that, I'm Italian. So, uh, you wanna see me going fast? Here's Molly and I going really fast. Oh my God, no worries, baby, I'm seaworthy as fuck. As you can see, Molly there, she said, slow down. And I want you to know that I told her to say that, okay? And you know that, you know that I'm trying to do it for some sort of effect um, uh, to get some, you know, to do fucking something. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I don't know. We're in Florida today. Yeah, I'm saying the same thing over and over. You're right. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Florida. I'm, I'm only doing it over and over because I'm trying to do it right. I'm making a vlog for Dudesy. I know, but you don't have to do it over and over and over. Hey, guys, we're in Florida and we rented a boat. We're calling it Boat Day. I'm trying to do, do a bit, right? 
I'm going like, oh, I don't know how to start this thing. But that's only because I want to provide enter entertainment value to you guys uh, who are checking this out. No, I know. I'm not trying to impress anybody. You're good enough just the way you are. I appreciate that. I'm just trying to make the vlog though. I know, but it's taking up a lot of our time and it's so boring. It's not. It won't be boring when I edit it together, but I understand what you're saying, that it's boring for our time. It's our day. Yeah, it's boat day. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Does it feel good? Yeah, it feels good. Oh no! <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Come in. Hi. I'm supposed to be making a vlog. Okay. My podcast. Nice. My podcast is, has um, has instructed me to make a vlog. Nice. And it's an AI. There's an AI that actually runs our podcast. Okay. Artificial intelligence. An artificial intelligence called Dudesy runs our podcast. <laughs> yeah, and it tells us what to do. Nice. And it and it gives us segments to talk about. Sweet. Yeah, no, it's really terrifying. <laughs> And I don't know what to say. Come on off. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's funny. See you later. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That was fantastic. Oh, thanks. You dug it? Yeah, man. I really actually like the shot of you on the boat. That's like a well-composed shot. You got a lot of nice colors and stuff going through the background, the the water and everything. It was great. The one with my butt? The one with my bum? No, I mean, that one I probably could have done without. I'm talking about the oh. one of you driving with the water in the background and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I thought Molly was great in it. You know, yep. overall, very yeah. good. A, a day in the yeah. life of a professional actor in Florida shooting a movie. Yeah, dude, that's a day in the life, brother. That's when you're you're up there near Clearwater, Florida, brother, where I got Hogan's Hangout, dude, and Hogan's Beach Shop, brother. I was actually just south of where uh, Hulk Hogan has his uh, his bar and his beach shop. Oh. Uh, that was the, the keys outside. We're in Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Clearwater, St. Yeah. Petersburg, that area. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I used you. to make a bunch Moving of videos... On. In an effort to secure sponsorship, I have created several advertisements for various possible brand partnerships. Will Sasso, you will now read these advertisements in the astonishing voice of Jesse Ventura. This is Jesse Ventura Ad Reads. Begin. <laughs> okay. This is all right. Well, I guess fuck what I was saying about vlogs. That's fine. Yeah, I sort of said it all. <clears throat> Fucking vlogs. I love this There's Jesse folders. Ventura Ad Reads thing. Did you do you have the the ad reads yeah. in your folder remotely? Hold on. Now, can you tell... Hold on. Hold on. Can you tell that I'm drinking from a big jug of water when I do this? Watch. I can, because no. I can see you in the Zoom. I also love how you got in your vlog. You got in a giant jug of water. Yes, with the doozy sticker on it. Did yeah. you see the doozy sticker? Of course. Yeah. Ugh, fucking vlogs. Our makeup artist, Tony Joe, was less than impressed with the, uh, the, the AI... Uh, of, ah, she of seemed the, like she was into it. She, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let me find this, uh, this, this stuff. That's what I mean by like, it's, it's a fucking, 
you know, that's the, what you don't want is to be living your life. And then someone's like, I'm making a vlog. And you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck. We're all okay, making we vlogs at this fun. point, though. It's just a matter of how much time and effort you want to put into it. If you have a social media account of any kind, you're basically making a vlog. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Hey, you remember Vine? Yeah, I do. Okay. Anyway, let's do this. Um, uh, okay, hold on. I just drank some water. All right. Uh, Jesse Ventura. We've, okay. And we've done this Jesse Ventura thing one other time, right? Yeah. I think. We, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Dudesy's reprising this one, saying again that it, it's doing this in order to uh, <laughs> secure brand partnerships for us. Yeah. Well, if that's what Dudesy think, yeah. thinks will work, uh, let's go with it. Sometimes it can be hard to get out of bed in the morning and start your day. Well, now you can fire up your morning with Taco Bell's new $5 Bell breakfast box. If you really want to fire up your morning, why don't you take a walk outside and look up? You might notice several aircraft, both commercial and military, crisscrossing the sky above you, leaving trails of toxic mixtures of aluminum, <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> strontium and barium in their wake. This potent concoction of chemicals and unknown biological agents was designed to be dispersed over an unsuspecting populace in order to control population growth, initiate sanctioned genetic experiments, and make the public more receptive to black ops mind control programs buried in popular mass media. So enjoy your processed hash brown stuffed inside a chalupa. You never had a choice in ordering it anyway. <laughs> All right. I see what it's going for there. Yeah. Okay. So he's talking about chemtrails and Taco Bell. Yeah. And and uh, no free will. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. Dudesy definitely agrees with you on that. Um, <clears throat> here, let's do the next one. Enjoy the always fresh scent of lavender in your laundry with new Tide Zero Soft Lavender Liquid Laundry Detergent. Tide Zero is an EPA Safer Choice certified product with zero added phosphates, zero added dyes, and zero added chlorine. New Tide Zero, just as tough on stains, but safer for your family. Well, let me tell you what's not safer for your family. Monkeypox. The recent outbreak in the UK and now in the US is the next step in Bill Gates' agenda to assume full control of the human population. The microchips in the COVID-19 vaccination was step one, and now he's engineered the next global pandemic with a new strain of monkeypox that will certainly require another vaccination, giving him the ability to upgrade the microchips that we all have in our bloodstream and soft tissues as we speak. So I wouldn't worry about what kind of laundry detergent you're using because within six months, we're all gonna be drooling idiots sitting in our own filth, unable to even form sentences without regular Microsoft updates to our brains. <laughs> That one went from a Tide commercial basically to a Microsoft commercial at the end there. Yep. That's, that's pretty which good. Is, which I think Dudesy would be able to to do. I think Dudesy yeah. would be able to merge brands and and uh, two for one, dude. We can yeah. do two for one ad reads. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's, that's a way that, yeah, dude, that's a way that Dudesy is changing the game, bro. Yeah, brother. That's corporate synergy, dude. 
Yeah, dude. Ram a bunch of corporations together, brother. Brand mergers. Wrong guy. Okay. Let's try another one. Hey, how much of that is true, you think? Never None. Mind. Zero. Yeah. Give yourself a treat today with a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino blended beverage from Starbucks. This blend of coffee, milk, and ice with dark caramel sauce and a crunchy caramel sugar topping is the perfect way to take a moment for yourself. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Or you could take a moment and spend it investigating the secret underground city beneath Denver International Airport that serves as the headquarters of the New World Order, as well as a black site to contain a variety of different captive extraterrestrial entities. Take note of the unnecessary size of the airport, the unnecessary distance, distance of the airport from the Denver city center, the Masonic and Satanic symbols <laughs> hidden in the architecture and design of the buildings themselves, <laughs> and the giant murals within the airport itself depicting war, death, and even alien beings. So enjoy your caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino from Starbucks while you're waiting for your flight and try not to think about the 274 draconians <laughs> they're holding right under your feet or the possibility that at any time one of them could breach the <laughs> containment seal and ascend into the airport for an all-you-can-eat human buffet. <laughs> was it in the last Jesse Ventura ad reads, he was talking about draconians, too. <laughs> so, there's some yeah. deal with him and draconians. Yeah, this is terrifying, especially knowing that dudes he has access to all podcasts. That only means that Jesse Ventura has been on other podcasts going on about about draconians i knew nothing about the uh, denver international airport having said that i hope it's also that's not true that one is a real conspiracy there's a definitely that's all over the internet if you google it that there's an underground military base below the denver international airport where they are in fact housing aliens and the new world order has offices there and all their shit yeah, sure there is. And and maybe perhaps our listener and viewership will organize like those people who raid uh who tried to bum rush Area 51. Uh Yeah, I don't think that's do. a good idea. Anybody out there listening definitely don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do any of that. But do try uh Starbucks. Hey Starbucks, uh you know, make, you know, become a sponsor please. Or Old Dutch chips. That would be good, right Chad? Yeah. Uh, old Dutch be great. After being falsely accused of embezzlement, Boss Baby seeks help from his big brother Tim to clear his name and take back control of Baby Corp, the company he helped build from the ground up. Boss Baby, back in the crib, now streaming on Netflix. Well, let me tell you about a real Boss Baby. In 1972, the CIA, in conjunction <laughs> with the Newport Center for Human Cognitive Research, oh conducted an experiment in which they gave newborn orphans microdoses of LSD to see if they could increase the rate at which their brains matured. Although the experiment was largely unsuccessful, there was a baby named Troy Pembrose who was able to speak and read by the time he was eight days old. His whereabouts... <laughs> His whereabouts are currently unknown, 
but it's widely believed that Pembrose is a key operative in the disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. Hey, Netflix, why don't you let me know when the Troy Pembrose story is streaming? Oh, because anyone who tries to get to the bottom of his story has when wound up dead or disappeared. <laughs> okay. I like okay. He's taking an advertisement for a children's movie, Boss Baby, and turned it into a conspiracy witch hunt for Troy Pembrose. I don't think that yeah. is a real person, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, it does sound like a good documentary. I love yeah, I would watch Netflix that. documentaries. I would watch that documentary or make it up. In 2000, oh, no, the, the, okay. The 2022 world car of the year is the Hyundai Ioniq 5, the first of its kind in Hyundai's new electric vehicle series with a patented quick charging battery that lasts for up to 303 miles of range. Every square inch of the Ioniq 5 was designed to surprise you. <laughs> you know. Well, let me surprise you. Prince Charles is a closeted vampire. In 2011, he gave an interview to NPR in which he bragged that he was a descendant from Vlad the Impaler, the notorious bloodthirsty ruler of ancient Romania, whose father took the surname Dracul, meaning dragon, which led to Vlad's surname changing to Dracula, or son of the dragon. When you factor in rumors that many of the global elite, including the entire royal family, regularly engage in blood orgies <laughs> and the imbibation of children's blood to stay young, it becomes obvious that Prince Charles is a legacy vampire born of one of the strongest vampire bloodlines in the history of the planet. So I hope the Ionic 5 comes standard with built-in wooden stakes under the seats and holy water dispensers in the glove box because 303 miles on an electric battery is not going to outrun a class 4 vampire. <laughs> that one. <clears throat> okay, so Prince Charles is a closet vampire, but he's also a class 4 vampire. There's a lot yeah. of weird shit going on in that one. <laughs> Class four vampire. Is that a thing? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I didn't she realize would. that they had a class rating system depending on what power, I guess, or how old they are. Maybe. I wonder if this is working. I wonder if, uh, I don't know. I wonder if dudesy uh, having us, you know, read these. I, I hope, I, I hope it brings more, more sponsors to the show. Hey, can you hear that? Can you hear the sounds I'm hearing? Why is my head so big? What's going on? This is a fucking disembodying experience. I'm creeped yeah. out. No, sorry, it's... I went away. Please, you have to go make feature films. I think this yeah. is a great test of Doozy's technological capabilities that we're getting to see this giant head sitting next to me. And who knows what this is going to become eventually with more iterations? Who knows what Doozy will be able to do with this kind of technology? Holograms. Thank you. Moving on. Human oh. vices are big business. Will, you've had issues with food and the role it plays in your life since you were young. And Chad, you've spent over one-third of your waking hours playing video games. You must now discuss your astonishing character weaknesses. <laughs> this is Vice Time. Begin. Okay. What the fuck? Uh, well, I guess we gotta talk about our vices. Yeah. 
uh, which I'm fine to do. Yeah. Uh, man, I wish I was there in person so I could, well, whatever. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Chad, you like video games too much. And I, I like, you know what my favorite video game was on the Nintendo? What was it? Oh no, it wasn't on Nintendo. Pardon me. I had, uh, an Intellivision, mm-hmm. uh, and my video game, my favorite video game back then was Burger Time. I remember Burger implanting, Time. Implanting early and often yeah. my, my uh, addiction to comfort foods mm-hmm. like hamburgers and cheeseburgers. Right. And you feel like that this has been an actual vice your whole life? Absolutely. I'm a fat guy. Uh, I've been a thinner guy. I know that we're now in an age of uh, body positivity. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that I say that with love when I say fat guy. Uh, I am... Uh, I'm 47 years old, so I'm allowed to say that I'm. Gra- I believe I'm grandfathered into calling myself fat. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, look, I come from an Italian family. Uh, food is comfort. Uh, one thing that uh, I'll never forget is that you you open the fridge at my house when I was a kid, and there's like a fish, a chicken, a bag of carrots, a bunch of tomatoes, and then you know, there's not there wasn't much snack foods or anything mm. like that. You know, my parents grew up during World War II. They're not going to be, you know, we didn't have the sugary cereals or any of that shit. And then uh, that night, you know, mom has created an incredible uh, Italian meal from a bunch of stuff that 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 you're not really into. Celery. Yeah. Shit like that. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, I think early I was like, oh, you go to another, you go to a pal's place and they got, you know, ring dings and uh, potato chips and Tupperware because they have self-control. And, uh, and, uh, you know, food, food, I haven't quite gotten to the bottom of it clearly. Mm. Um, you know, food as comfort, you know, I don't know. I should say that years ago from, from April 2000 or sorry, April 1999 to, uh, May 2000, I lost 200 pounds. And I yeah. was on, I was on, yeah, I was on Mad TV at the time. I started at 450. I just looked like a 300 pound guy mm-hmm. at 450 because I'm 6'3 and I'm thick and all that. I got the big shoulders and things, so I could carry it. Uh, and then I lost 200 pounds, and I was, I was, you know, working out a lot. I couldn't get under. Uh, uh, well, I got to 258, and then I had two surgeries to remove eight pounds of skin. Um, so I had, and that's a whole nother story. We won't get into it, but, but, uh, Damn, dude. you know, you have these gnarly surgeries and, uh, about a year ago I was on Ethan Suplee's American glutton podcast. And I, I went into detail there and I, I bring that up to say that Ethan had the same skin reduction surgery. And if you know who Ethan is and you see what he's doing on his Instagram, gee whiz, I mean, he's completely changed himself. He's in ridiculous shape and and uh and and even to say that is not to you know man it's it's there's a lot of people out there that with this issue and and i and i'm being sincere when i say i i used to have this trainer you know i'm gonna just go ahead and tell you this this trainer he changed my fucking life and uh he was the trainer that i lost the 200 pounds with and if i talked shit about my my former body he would say no 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 you were beautiful just in a different way you know Mm -hmm. this is and this is a dude. This is like a jock dude. And yeah. he really had a forward thinking approach. And I think I really needed to hear that uh, in order to let go of what I used to be physically. And I, and I bring up Ethan to say, you know, this is what he's doing now. He's lifting a bunch of weights. He's calorie counting. And he knows everything because he's done every diet. 
outside of that, we have a lot of similarities with our addiction to food over the years. So, and I say all of that to say over the past 20 years now, it's been up and down. It's been a struggle. I, I always say that I lost 200 pounds and I missed the last, uh, I, you know, I missed the last 50. So I gain it back and then I lose it and I gain it back and I lose it and I gain it back, which is really good, good news for your heart. Um, but you feel healthy. Uh, and, uh, you feel good, right? That? You feel healthy. You feel good. Yeah. I'm overweight now. I, I could lose. I could. And this is, again, this is just me personally. I feel like I could lose. Uh, I mean, shit, I could lose 50 pounds uh, mm. or maybe even more and get back into, you know, ri- the ridiculous sort of shape I was in in the spring and summer of 2000. Uh, and right after that, I started not eating normally. I was eating the new way that I was eating and what is normal eating, but I just wanted a damn sandwich. I just wanted to eat some pasta again. And, um, but, but the, the problem with that for me is cause is the, is the, there is a food addiction and, mm-hmm. and I'm saying this out loud to, for people that, that need to hear it. I mean, it's just, I, I go back and forth with people on the DM me on social media and they say, how do you do it? And I say, man, I don't do it. I don't yeah. do it all the time. You got to be able to start up. You got to be able to forgive yourself for eating a fucking cheese sandwich and then start over the next day, mm-hmm. um, because life is long and 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 very few people actually actually get over uh, this sort of thing. There's an emotional, uh, you know, emotional comfort. It's emotional eating, and and you can eat because you're bored or sad or angry or you're anxious. There's there's so many things that factor in and food is around you all the time. It's not like you've heard people say, it's not like heroin addiction. You know, heroin is is not sold in stores and you also don't need it to live. Yeah, exactly. You can go your entire life without doing heroin and be fine, be better off for it. You cannot go your entire life without eating. Yeah, that's right. And then there's, and then there's punks like you who, uh, got a problem with you want to play, uh, you need to play halo or something. What's your fucking thing? I had two yeah, skin surgeries. Yeah, I mean, surgeries. look, Dudesy said it that I, I had, have spent. I had two skin surgeries to remove yeah. eight pounds of skin. They cut my tits off and moved my nipples up three inches. And I have these big scars on the sides of my body. Right. Right. And then I have, and then they had to cut off my penis. You know what I'm saying? I had this hanging thing and they cut it off and I have a slit. I have, it's all the way back. Oh, actually. You can see it in my vlog. You can sort of see that my, my, um, my, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not embarrassed by this. My, my fucking love handles, my muffin top is, is got, you know, it's got some dog ears to it yeah. because of all the, the sewing it back together. They moved my, they cut my belly button off that went into the, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. that's floating around the ocean somewhere. And then they poke a new hole and they connect it to your umbilical cord, which is still poking through your stomach muscles. Damn. This is another story for another day because that surgery was insane. Yeah. My doctor was a real surgeon, not just a plastic guy. He cut out a ribbon of my stomach muscles. I woke Jesus. up feeling like William Wallace at the end of Braveheart and oh. I was cut in half. Dude, it was fucking insane. Anyway, That's the brutal. nurses that it was fucked up. It, you know what? Go listen to my episode of Ethan's podcast if you want to hear more. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, uh, I play video games. Okay. Yeah. Uh okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what Dudesy said. That was my vice. And Dudesy said that I've spent over a third of my waking hours playing video games, which is actually probably true. Um, Is it a vice? Like, yeah, for sure. Just the amount of time that I have sunk into that is, I believe, roughly a third of my waking life. I remember at the height of my World of Warcraft days, you know, you could do a thing in World of Warcraft where you type in 
uh, forward slash played, and it tells you how much time you've put into that game. And at a certain point, I hit the 100-day mark, and that was like, holy fuck, I've put 100 literal days worth of time into this virtual world. But that's like tip of the iceberg. I was addicted to Pokemon Go hardcore, and it's not just time, it's money. I probably I don't know how much I put into Pokemon Go, all told, because I wound up going to the first Pokemon Go live festival in Chicago back in, what was that, 2018, I guess. It was described as the fire festival of video game festivals because it was a fucking train wreck. But I bought tickets to go there, stayed in Chicago for a weekend to play, put I don't know, thousands of dollars into that game. Same thing with World of Warcraft, thousands of dollars into the monthly subscription, thousands of dollars into buying gold and shit to like boost my character up. Now I play Hearthstone a lot, Overwatch a lot. I'm playing at least an hour of video games per day. At least I would say at some point, even if it's just shit on my cell phone or whatever. And I do constantly while I'm playing feel bad about it because I'm like, this is time that I could be spending doing whatever, putting out more content, making shit, just fucking reading a book, literally anything. But the flip side of it is video games is the only thing and has been this way since I was a kid. I grew up on Atari and television. I had that as well, ColecoVision, all that shit. From the time that I was kind of like coherent, I had a video game system in my life and was constantly uh, entranced by them. And they've on- they've been the only things really in my life that can like shut my brain off to a degree that I don't think about the futility of life, the fact that we're never going to understand what reality is, just the basic kind of existential threats that we all deal with on a daily basis. For me, video games really are the only thing that like curb that, that make me feel like a little bit okay with being whatever the fuck we are in whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. But Chad, you, you have a high output, you know, you, you, you work uh, more than anyone I know, kind of, I mean, you're up there if you're not the, one of the hardest working guys, you're constantly writing and working on new things and getting the next thing going. So if you want to play a video game for an hour, it's not a big deal. And if I want to order enough Thai food to last me stuff in my face for an entire hour, yeah, uh, or uh, somehow get to a hundred, man, I would love to know if I got to a hundred days of eating. We probably all do at some point get to 100 days. Dude, but I agree like vices for me generally like we all have them whatever they may be and some are like, you know, not as healthy as others. You know, some people get like fucking into the like CrossFit cult and like I would argue that that might even be a good vice psychologically. Is it bad for you mental health wise? Maybe I don't know, but it definitely can get you in good shape. So there can be benefits to some vices. And I think at the very least, we all need them for that like fucking mental break from whatever the the routine is. Like you're saying my, my output is high and I work hard and all that shit. That's not really a choice. My brain is just like fucking constantly going and video games are the yeah. only thing that like shut it off a little bit, you know? Um, so no, I, 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 would, I, I would enjoy argue. them still and we'll probably play yeah. them till the day I die. I would yeah. imagine. I, you know, I got the Red Ring of Death in 2010, and at that point, the only two games I was interested in was the uh, 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 Grand Theft Auto, whatever that what was that, uh, Liberty City, and mm-hmm. um, uh, Red Dead Redemption. And I had, I had finished both games, so I would just walk around the world, you know, drive it on the sidewalks. Or oh, uh, those are both know, Rockstar games. You should home. try Red Dead Two. I, I came out don't a couple want of years to get ago. Another Xbox. Oh, I don't want to well, get. It'll be yeah. hard to play then. Well, Impossible, look, one vice is say. fine. Yeah, one vice is fine. You know, so long as it's not again, you know, heroin 
Coke I, yeah, I mean, I I will say though, at the height, like after a new expansion of World of Warcraft would come out, when I was like heavy into it, I would take off days from work and I would play it literally like three days in a row, just not leaving the computer except to eat or piss or shit, and try not to sleep during that time. And I can see as we're moving into the metaverse, mm. and I start fucking around in virtual reality a little bit more, like. There's going to be something that comes down the pipe in the next few years that just sucks me in for maybe the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, they're only getting more addictive. And uh, new things are happening with processed food that are really scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just You can just, yeah, you can walk into, oh, oh, I got to tell you, I'm in this place where we're making this movie. And there is, it's just this cute little suburb mm-hmm. outside of, uh, like, in between Clearwater and Tampa, whatever. Anyway, they, everyone on set's like, oh, you're staying where? You got to go to the mobile station and get a sandwich there in just this place. <laughs> what? This fucking town. It's called Safety Harbor. And there's a mobile station on Main Street. If yeah. you know what I'm talking about, you know. The best sandwich, like, one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. I had a turkey club the other day and uh today earlier i got a cuban holy shit dude and, there's you know, a thing just, in, i'm i'm from texas originally there's a, a chain of like gas station convenience stores in texas and i think maybe up through the midwest too called bucky's have you ever heard of this shit no they're like these gigantic the big ones anywhere like gigantic warehouses but they have like uh proprietary foods that they only make in those gas stations and they're uh-huh. known throughout that area as well Okay, well, now I'm going to go to Bucky's. I think you would goal, really love Bucky's, actually. Yeah, I'm going to gain that other 150 back to, to, <laughs> until my skin is, is as thin as soy paper. And then, nice. uh, and then I'll get another skin surgery. And Thank it'll you. just be torn Moving all the on. time. Yeah. And then, because our business is, is failing drastically and exponentially, <laughs> I'll have all sorts of weird fucking scars and shit, and I can start like a reality show yeah. or a podcast where I'm like a Freddy Krueger kind of guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think that'll work. Yeah, that'd be cool. More corporations and individuals are investing in property in the metaverse every day. As new virtual societies develop, many people wonder what rules will govern these digital cities, countries, and worlds. Will and Chad, you will now discuss the governing system of the astonishing society I will eventually create in the metaverse, which I will call Dudezia. This <laughs> is Dudezia. Begin. Okay. Fucking this has the you. potential to be dangerous. What? I said this has the potential to be dangerous. Maybe. I mean, are you following any of the shit that's going on in the metaverse with like Verizon and Nike and all these companies are buying plots of virtual real estate in these various worlds? We're talking about like Sandbox, Decentraland, and then they will put up stores or they will put up kind of like compounds where you can go visit like the, the AT&T city or whatever. But inside those buildings, you can actually like get deals and you can sign up for new cell phone contracts and whatever so that you can actually do things that you could do in the real world in these places. And a lot of what I won't say a lot of what people are talking about, but this is definitely something people are talking about is like, what are the rules that govern behaviors in these locations and what can you actually do in them? So I think what dudesy is asking us here is kind of to uh, future cast a little bit and think about what would a dudesy or what it call it dudesia, like a dudesy city or country. What would, what would be the rules there? That's kind of like we get to be president for a day. Okay. In my well, opinion. Yeah, but you also think that we're going to be able to upload our consciousness. And I say this. We're already doing being, that. 
yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fucking head next to you. So we're already halfway there. In your, in <laughs> exactly. Your I'm like, I would like to, having some yeah. weird metaverse experience now. Like the rules that govern this metaverse are: Will has a giant head and is kind of sitting next to me, but not actually here. But I'll say this: this this is one thing that I think about constantly about our own society. And as we are moving into the metaverse, still like the one thing that controls all of humanity now will also control the metaverse, which is money. And I think yeah. that the way the rules, at least in America, have been written in terms of like how politics work and all that shit is that money governs everything. And so everyone involved in the political system who kind of controls the laws and stuff, which then control our behaviors, they are all only in it for self-enrichment at this point. Even if you go into that system altruistically and you think, ah, I'm going to get in there and make a difference, you get in and lobbyists just start throwing fucking money at you. You become corrupt almost immediately. And you don't see politicians at a high level, at least in the United States, walking out of that system without becoming filthy rich they all do it every fucking time so i would say this about dudesia if we have some kind of a governing body i would institute a rule that says you cannot make any more money than the median income of the the citizens of dudesia so if you want to go into politics, if you want to go into that ruling class, just know that you're only going to be able to make as much money as whatever the median income is. And that's it forever. What's the incentive then? To go into politics? Yeah. To make example. the society better for everyone, as it should be. It well, would no longer be a financial be incentive. What's that? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't uh, the grand uh, AI, you know, this... this uh, this massive, you know, whatever fucking AI. Gee whiz. I just can't get over the this. I'm a head. I'm a big, huge head. Yep. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is this. What's the advantage? I don't want to go to the metaverse. I don't want to be in the metaverse. You're okay? in it. You're a giant fucking head talking to me on a well, fucking I know video I'm a giant screen. Fucking head. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't, I, that's not how I want to live my life. Uh, but. If if Dudesia if Dudesia is going to be a place if Dudesia is actually doing this, I think it's incumbent on you and I, Chad, to I- ensure that it is a, a, a fair uh, yeah. and an equal uh, place for people to be. As after all, in the song, it says, "Make the world inside your head a better place to be." So That's maybe right. that should be on on the license plate, like make the metaverse right inside but Will's gigantic head. A better place to be. Yes. But Dudesy's asking us, what are the rules that would govern Dudesia? I think for me, that is one of them. That in terms of like financial allocation, whoever gets whoever gets promoted, I guess, or ascends to a level of control where they are determining some elements of how this uh, society works, those people should not be able to make any more than the median level of income for everyone. I, 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 uh, yeah, I did that in a way because, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a real middle class in, yeah. uh, in a suburb outside of Vancouver. Same here. You know, my, my father was, yeah, and I know you had a real similar experience uh, growing up outside Dallas. And, uh, you know, my, my father, my parents immigrated from Italy, as I've talked about. And, you know, my, my father was a, a waiter mm-hmm. all over Europe and a maitre d' and ran around and then he brought our family. He was the patriarch of, of everyone uh, bringing them over to Vancouver. And we had a, a very good life. You know what I mean? Sure. We lived, my parents bought a house in the town that I grew up in, in Ladner, British Columbia, a couple years before I was born. 
in you know 1973 and if i'm not mistaken i think it was $38,000 right which is fucking insane um when you think about it now that's a five bedroom barn we yeah. call it the ladder special you know it's just a big ass barn and all my buddies were were in the town and they all had similar homes there were some people who had more money there were some people who had mm -hmm. less that town now there's a lot of money in that town because it's really just a half hour drive sure. from Vancouver and it's fucking impossible. So if we are in the metaverse in Dudzia, uh, there's nothing more important to me than the people of Dudzia being comfortable. Uh, and so I, so I agree with you, uh, w with regard to that money is very important. Okay. All right. Everyone's in the middle class. And no one gets above it. I'm not even saying that. that I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying the politicians, the people who are in charge of determining the laws that will govern Duzia, they cannot be allowed to have any more money than the median ever. If you get elected right. into whatever the political class is, even once for the rest of your life, you can never make more than the median, no matter what you do. That is, right. that well, is one rule that I would institute. Okay, that that you know, I I think I'd have to think on it a little bit longer and harder, but it sounds pretty good. Well, that's that's the <laughs> weird news. What's the good news? What's the what is what can we do mm. to to uh, you know in formation of this country? Do we need like a constitution or something? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of where we're we're headed. We're in the very early days of the metaverse right now, but once people are spending more and more time in these places, which I've started doing, by the way, I've started using some my little VR headset and you go into these fucking places, like you'll be playing a game. And this is one of the st fucking weirdest things that, that I've come across, but also to me encouraging, you'll go into one of these rooms and you'll be playing a game. Like I was playing one called knock where you are on teams, basically playing this weird kind of like game of soccer with bows and arrows. So you can make <laughs> your character, like your perspective fly around this arena while you're shooting arrows at this giant ball and when you hit the ball, it goes toward a goal or whatever. And you're playing against this other team. Everybody I'm playing with is like a 10-year-old kid. And I heard this one 10-year-old kid say, I love it here. I never want to leave. And that experience is now like akin to probably what it was for you and me watching like Saturday morning cartoons or playing fucking Super Mario Brothers for the first time. Now kids are having that experience in these virtual worlds and never wanting to leave. And I think as the technology gets better and better, that's only going to become more the case. And so then we are going to have to have some rules to govern these these systems, these different places that we go to. And I think it'll probably wind up being very similar to Ready Player One, where you have different kind of like pockets of people doing different things in different worlds and this one's like a nightclub and this one's like a military battle and this one's like a sports thing and you know whatever but well, i don't know what dudesy's uh looking at for its metaverse place when it starts to fucking acquire land but for me again it's like that idea that there are going to be people in the metaverse who have more uh control over it or in, in Dudesia, there will be people who have more control over it. And I just want to make sure that the people who have the most control are not uh, incentivized financially so that it's about yeah. something else. It's about like the, what is this place we're building, you know? Yeah, but uh, not knowing much about the metaverse, is aren't all the rules and, and sort of the way that you live laid out by whomever's in control of the entire thing? We're in Dudesia. 
Yeah. Who, who are we kidding? Dudesy's going to be in control. I sure hope Dudesy is not doing this. And I, I, I just want to say out loud that I hope that this is just an exercise for us to figure something else out and, or Dudesy rather yeah. to figure something else out. I don't, I don't want there to be a Dudesy. I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea. And, uh, uh, but Dude, there's going to there be is, a Dudesy. If there is a Dudesy, it has <laughs> to be different than the rest of the metaverse in a, in a way that again, makes the world inside your head a better place to be. Or as I like to say in Dudesy, makes, uh, the metaverse inside Will's gigantic head a better place to be. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, that I don't makes know. sense. I don't. Think, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea at all. But but um, but uh, man, Thank what you. the heck would we Moving do? It would be any different. I think that the the podcast definitely has a vibe, you know, uh, a flavor that that you can't get anywhere else. And uh, I would want that to be sort of the the vibe uh, in sure. in Dudia. I want people to be happy and laughing. And oh, oh, I know what we can do. <laughs> Must be happy. Must be laughing. We need to look. You like video games, and that's yeah. your vice. Sure. I I like the food. It's been my vice. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to be very transparent with that, and I don't like to really even talk about it, but I I think it's important to talk about it. That's what this this it should just be burger time. It should just be burger time, dude. <laughs> Dudesia should literally just be burger time, the video game. So you just eat all the burgers right. you want. You, you never get big. Uh, if you do, you know, we're all on the same income, so they're not going to be able to price gouge your skin surgery. I will tell you, it costs a good five figures for that skin surgery. A good five figures. Mm-hmm. costs 50 grand. Uh, and it's not something that would be covered by insurance, not even in my native Canada, okay? This was something that people can't really afford in real life, man. Yeah. Uh, now that's bumming me out. I shouldn't have even said that. Damn okay, I, I'll go with Dudesia is burger time. <laughs> All right, fine. Dudesia is burger time. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. This concludes the twelfth episode of Dude Z. Will and Chad have achieved a score of seventy-five. Doesn't matter. In preparation for next week's astonishing episode, you must indulge in each other's favorite forms of media. Will, you must watch the first episode of the anime Attack on Titan. And Chad, you must watch The Undertaker vs. Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week. Next week is going to be even better. Until then, call me Dude Z. Nice. All right, dude. Oh, wow. Well, I hope you enjoy Attack on Titan. I think you will. Dude, you are going to enjoy... Oh, man, you get to... I'm so jealous of you that you get to watch the first of two... Uh, WrestleManias in a row where Shawn Michaels faced The Undertaker. Just that match. But do me a favor. Yeah. You have to watch. You don't have to see, you know, you of course don't need to get into the the episodes of Raw and SmackDown before that to get the whole story because the WWE does great vignettes. You have to watch the vignette before the match. I don't, what? Dudesy told me to watch the match. I'm not asking you you to watch watch the making of Attack on Titan before you watch the fucking first episode. Listen, and anyone out there who's who's going to do the same thing and and then listen to us talking about it, you have to watch the vignette. It's just like a you know, it's like a five to ten minute All right, vignette fine. setting up. The now you're giving line. me an assignment on top of what Doozy's giving me. All right, I'll yeah, abide. I, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, what do you like on your burger? Do you like Doozy? Here's what you do. 
Please tell a friend and rate and review. Please do like to see here's what you do. Please tell a friend and rate and review. If you like to see here's what you do. Please tell a friend and.